For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Do Well Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. We've got a draft episode of the show today. Going to be looking at a couple prospects that the Jaguars have been linked to, right? NFL draft is coming up at the end of April. We've got a little bit over a month until the draft. The Jaguars have a bunch of picks. For the first time in a while, they will not be selecting towards the top of most of the rounds. They'll be more towards the bottom. Their first pick is 24 overall, 25 if you include the vacated pick by the Dolphins. But for all intents and purposes, it is 24 overall for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Three picks on the first two days of the draft, bunch of picks on day three. The Jags, they decided not to really pursue any major free agents outside of Jacksonville, right? Um, at least to this point, they could still go ahead and, and, uh, add free agents at any point. You know, there's still a large free agent pool out there. It is dwindling. The numbers are much smaller than they were a little over a week ago, but there's still plenty of free agents out there. The Jaguars could pick and choose their spots at some point. And maybe that comes after the draft. Uh, hopefully they don't go into the draft feeling like they absolutely have to draft these specific positions at specific points in the draft. Even if they do, the good thing is their big needs, cornerback, edge. There's a lot of really talented players in this class at both of those spots. So even if they did kind of force it, it might not actually be forcing it in this class. And maybe that's part of the Jaguars thinking. They might have looked at this class like me and been like, there is a ridiculous amount of quality edge prospects and quality cornerback prospects, especially at corner. Um, so that might be where the Jags are thinking and not going out and, and signing any, uh, unrestricted free agents from other teams. But again, right now we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about a couple of these prospects that the Jaguars have been linked to. We'll go ahead and get into it with Matthew Bergeron, offensive tackle out of Syracuse. He's 23 years old, former three-star from Canada, I believe. So not a massive recruit. But again, coming out of Canada can be a little bit more difficult for some of those guys. He played a ton of football at Syracuse. Absolutely a ton of football. As my phone keeps buzzing off the hooks with these uh, political messages here on election day. I wish I could block them all. All right, so again, 23 years old, former three-star, played a lot of ball at Syracuse. Six foot five, 318 pounds, very good strength, 
Looks like a really good athlete on tape as well. Uh, tested well in the vertical and the broad jump. Three cone was excellent. Did not run the 40, so you don't have that. But you go back and look at tape at Syracuse. He was asked to get out on the move quite a bit, and he looked fluid, and he looked fast in space for an offensive lineman. You had Phil Rauscher out there working with him at his pro day, getting physical. Uh, so obviously they have some interest in working with him, getting getting some one-on-one practice time with him. So the Jags, are they got some interest in, in, in Matthew Berger on here. And he stacked some important stuff here. Looked really good at the Senior Bowl. Looked really good at the Combine and all the field work. And he looked really damn good on tape over the last couple of seasons at Syracuse. He's stacking everything together in the pre-draft process, right? Everything's adding up for Matthew Bergeron. He's, uh, he's got good length, right? Not great length, but good length. 33 and... Uh, 33 and seven eighths arms, I believe. So right under that 34 mark, which that's going to pass thresholds for just about every team. I would say it's not great length. It's not overwhelming length, like a Trayvon Walker, some of these other players, but pretty much 34 inch arms. You'll take that and like it all day. He played some right tackle earlier in his career, a good amount of right tackle earlier in his career before transitioning over to left tackle the last two seasons for Syracuse it looks like he can legit play on both sides of the line and probably play guard too for you. With his physical profile and skill set, I don't see any reason he couldn't kick inside and play guard as well. Really, really solid on tape over the last couple of years. You don't see any physical or athletic limitations in my opinion. I think you see a smart, assignment sound player. You see a lot of consistency. A guy that just doesn't really struggle with any one thing in particular. Um, I think I've seen speed to power on the outside track a couple times get him, but nothing super consistently. Um, And he's gone against some talented pass rushers for sure and held his own. I think against Isaiah Foskey in Notre Dame, looked damn good. They didn't line up against each other every play, but on the plays they did, I thought Matthew Bergeron certainly handled himself. And so for the thing about him, relating him back to the Jaguars, could he compete at guard in year one and then play tackle down the road? I think that could make sense for the Jaguars right now because you have Cam Robinson, who's going into the second year of a three-year deal. You have Walker Little at right tackle you feel good about. If the Jaguars want to get cheaper in 2024 – not 2023, 2024, at offensive tackle, they could elect to use their team out on the Cam Robinson contract and have two guys on rookie contracts. Um, And, of course, 2024 would be Walker Little's final year of his rookie deal. But if they wanted to go in that direction, get cheaper and potentially more talented overall at offensive tackle, I think Matthew Bergeron could fit the bill. Now, I'm not suggesting the Jags should draft him at 24. I think that would be a little rich. I think there would definitely be some tackles available on the board that I would value a little bit more than Matthew Bergeron at 24. But if he's available in the second round, and I think that is where he's going to end up going in this class, I think if the Jags get him in the second round, 
it's going to be great for their offense. Again, I think he could come in and probably push Walker a little. Or excuse me, not Walker a little. Uh, ben Barch at left guard, potentially start at guard for you in year one and then play tackle for you in year two. He could also be your swing tackle, and that's a really valuable role on an NFL roster, right? Your third tackle. Again, he's played both left and right tackle in his career, so I think that could really work out for him and for the Jaguars in a big way. And I think he could just overall upgrade your ability to protect Trevor Lawrence, your ability to create space for Travis Etienne, and who's not going to be a fan of doing that, right? Really good prospect. Just really, really solid in just about every area. I don't think he has like an overwhelming trait, but really good in all areas for the most part for Matthew Bergeron. Next up is Terrell Smith, who told the Draft Network this past week that he had a formal interview with the Jaguars at the Combine. So Jags are showing some interest in this Terrell Smith cornerback out of Minnesota. Um, Another impressive prospect for me. I like this kid a lot. Testing was really good from a size, speed, and length perspective. Right? 4-4, 140-yard dash at 6 foot and 204 pounds with nearly 33-inch arms. That's impressive right there. I mean, that's like... Uh, Goodness, is that like Tyson Campbell type numbers? I didn't even think about that until just now. But let's go to Mock Draftable and just check that out for y'all. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pull up Tyson Campbell. Because we know, right? Trent Balky, he drafted Tyson Campbell in the second round, the top of the second round. So Campbell was six foot, 193 pounds. With a 4-4 40-yard dash, or in the 4-4s, 
Yeah, these are similar profiles, I think. With the big difference being... The big difference being that um, Terrell Smith has about 10 pounds on Tyson Campbell or did during Tyson Campbell's, you know, uh, pre-draft process, right? So, yeah, should should this be a guy that Trent Baalke will have interest in? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot of similarities here, and, and that's just from the athletic perspective, the testing perspective. Uh, but when you pop on the tape, I think you see it. I think um, you see quickness and explosiveness, right? Not elite quickness and explosiveness, but proportional for his frame and his speed and his length, his size. I think you see good quickness and explosiveness. Fluid enough hips to turn and carry receivers down the field. And again, that 4-4-1 speed is going to help him a ton. So is that length. Use your length to disrupt routes. Use your speed and length to get your hand in there late at the catch point. Uh, he shows the ability to play man or zone. Did both at Minnesota quite often. He can play press. He can play off um, off the ball. He looks smart. He looks physical. Again, he's really fast. I've seen him bait quarterbacks and break on the ball coming downhill. Looks like a fun player. Now, he did tell the Draft Network he can make an impact at, at, at the nickel spot as well, which you didn't see that on tape. He didn't play nickel for Minnesota. Um, so that is entirely a projection. But when you look at what the Jaguars need, really what do they need? They need a third corner that they feel really good about. Because Darius Williams does have inside-outside versatility, they don't have to pigeonhole themselves with saying, we have to get a nickel, right? Do I think Darius Williams earned the right to play outside in 2023? Yeah, I do. But I also think you have to do what's best for the football team. If you can get a guy who you feel confident can play outside corner, which is where you really struggled for a big portion of the year, and you can kick Darius Williams inside to nickel where he can handle his business, I think you can feel good about that. If you get a guy that plays nickel, right, more than outside, that's fine too. Keep Darius Williams outside. The good thing is they have some flexibility there, and and Terrell Smith says he can provide some flexibility, right, some versatility. Uh, we'll see if he can actually play nickel or not, or maybe we won't. He might not ever get that opportunity. But he says he can also play some safety, which he did a little bit of, at, at Minnesota, and he's a contributor on special teams as well. So all of those things kind of stack up for Terrell Smith in his favor. Now, I'm talking glowingly about this kid, and I do think he's a really good prospect. But this cornerback class, as I mentioned, is incredibly strong. So where does he fit in? Um, take him outside of the class for a moment. Talk about him in a vacuum in the draft, right? I think he's a third rounder for me. Solid, solid day two guy. And in a different class, he might even be looked at earlier than that. And who knows? Maybe he will be. He's got a lot of a, a lot of uh, a lot of traits going in his favor. He's stacking like Matthew Bergeron, really good Shrine Bowl. Again, Bergeron was at the Senior Bowl. Smith was at the Shrine Bowl. Really good week there. He's done well for himself in the pre-draft process, you know, at the combine, at his pro day. It's been a really good process for Terrell Smith. 
But for me, I would I would give him a third round grade in a in a regular class. But this is not a regular class, and so I think this is going to end up being a day three guy probably. There's just so much depth and talent in this cornerback class, and he's a guy who's been kind of a, a late bloomer. Did not have a terrific college career prior to the 2022 season, but he really stepped it up. Um, and again, has had a tremendous pre-draft process. So where does he end up landing? I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere in the fourth round, somewhere on day three. And if you're able to get him on day three in the fourth round, wherever it may be, I think you should be really fired up. And for me, the way I would project it bringing him in, I don't know if he's a starter per se from the jump, but could he compete for starting reps? I do think so. Physical profiles there. I think he really improved his um, technique in 2022. He just looks a lot smoother, a lot, uh, a lot more physical, and just things seem to be timing up a lot better for him. And he got more production on the ball as well in 2022. A couple interceptions. Again, I told you he can bait guys. He's got the length to go get his hands on the football. I think he's a really, really fun prospect. And again, in a different cornerback class, you might be talking about this guy maybe as a top five corner in the class. But right now, I mean, let's see. We've got Christian Gonzalez in front of him. Brian Branch is a cornerback slash safety, nickel slash safety. Devon Witherspoon in front of him. Cam Smith, Deontay Banks, Joey Porter, DJ Turner, Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, Clark Phillips, Tyreek Stevenson, Keely Ringo, Julius Brents, Travius Hodges Tomlinson. And then, and of course, Hodges Tomlinson's tiny, so he's probably only going to be a nickel at the next level. But you've got guys, for me, Terrell Smith starts falling into this next category. Guys like Riley Moss, Darius Rush, Corey Trice, Caillou Blue Kelly, Terrell Smith, right in that category right there in the third round range is where I have him. And if the Jaguars got him in the third round, I think you could be happy about that. If they get him later than that, you can be thrilled over the moon about adding someone as talented physically uh, as Terrell Smith at the cornerback position. But if you bring Terrell Smith in, I don't think you bring him in as the top guy to compete for a starting job at corner. I think this class is so deep and the Jaguars have so many picks, adding multiple corners makes sense. It really does. Multiple corners in this class makes sense for the Jaguars. A couple guys, a guy really early for me. I would definitely, if I'm the Jags, I don't know how you don't take a corner in the first or second round of this year. Unless you just go corner in, in the third and fourth round or something like that. I don't know how they're going to play it out. But for me, if I was the Jaguars... And I know my needs. I know what this roster can use. I'm taking a corner, um, you know, in the first or second round. I'm probably taking one on day three as well. But that'll do it for the show today. Again, I think Matthew Bergeron, really good fit for the Jaguars in the second round. Could potentially play guard in year one. Could be a swing tackle in year one. And I think could definitely start for you in year two. And then we talk about Terrell Smith, a guy who definitely has starting potential at the NFL level, really big, really fast, really long, really improved his technique in 2022. Both guys have had great pre-draft processes. It's been, it's, it's fun for, it's been a fun, fun time for these two guys, and I think that uh, they're going to end up being happy with where they get selected come late April. 
But again, thank you so much for tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. You can follow Generation Jag or at Generation Jag. Hit up GenJag.com. Pick up some new Duval gear. You can also like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, subscribe and review. Really helps us out. Thank you so much, Duval. Have a great rest of your Tuesday and make sure to go vote. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.